Good morning, Delaware. What a beautiful morning this morning. It was just gorgeous out there as I was driving in. I hope you had a good morning, Nicole. How are you doing? I had a great morning. Can we share what we were laughing about? Because I think it was just so funny. Absolutely. So we were, last night, my daughter's lying on the floor in her bedroom, just playing with her Legos, silent. I'm just next to her, being in her presence, silent. And 20 minutes probably passes. She comes out of nowhere. She says, Mom, what's a better name for a band? A chocolatey man beard or rock out? (laughs) 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 I said, definitively, a chocolatey man beard. (laughs) But she's like, why? I was like, just no one's ever done it before. I can guarantee you that name does not exist. That's right. That's almost like a Mad Libs. Yeah. You know, so that's a great band name. And I heard you you actually put your artistic talents to work immediately. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to go make a logo for it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so when you hear that first hit by Chocolatey Man, a Chocolatey Man Beard. A Chocolatey Man Beard. You'll know you heard it here first on WDLR. <laughs> That's right. All right. Our guest today is Amanda Sheetro. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Amanda just gave me the thumbs up because for the last, as long as I've known you, I've been pronouncing your last name wrong. And you I never know. corrected me till this week. I felt bad. <laughs> you felt bad. <laughs> I feel like a jerk. <laughs> Don't well, worry, anyway. most people can't pronounce it. If we go out to dinner, we just say table of four, three or four for Amanda. Amanda, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. what I like to do, too. Yeah. Don't even worry about my lady. You don't need to know my last name. Exactly. <laughs> they're they're going to know it soon enough when you give them the credit card, right? That's right. So, anyway, so, and that's Gage Tellus behind the board. Good morning, Gage. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yes, it's going to be a gorgeous one. Lots of stuff going on this weekend. And one of the things I want to let you know before we get too far into the show Book to Film is back at the Gateway Film Center. That's right. With our friends at the Columbus Metro Library, we uh, uh, have arranged that you can get free tickets to the uh, weekend movie shows at the Gateway Film Center, which is down near campus. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful place to see a show. And the uh, the refreshments are surprisingly inexpensive compared to other theaters. So uh, this weekend, uh, for example, they have Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original, the good one with Gene Wilder. Oh, I like the new one. <laughs> <laughs> June 11th and uh, June 12th, it'll be at 1.30 p.m. They've got a, a, a total of about eight movies over the summer. The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, The Witches, The Wizard of Oz, Never Ending Story, Where the Wild Things Are, A Little Princess, and Paddington 2. Mm. And they all are at the Gateway. They're all at 1.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. You can see the complete list on our website or um, uh, or even the Columbus Metro yeah. website, but use ours. It's the original Witches 2, and which uh, which Little Princess is it? It's the uh, 1995 one. It's not Ooh. the original with I, Shirley Temple. I do like that one a lot, though. That was one of my I, favorites. I don't know that one. It's but gorgeous. Anyway, so that's fun. And all you need to do, now, they're free, but you have to have a library card. Bring your library card. So make sure you bring your library card. And then you can get in to see these free. You could even pull it up in your app. That's in true. In your Delaware library app. Great. Yeah. So, Nicole, what you reading? I have a list today because list. I was working on finishing my um, my first book in the Meant to Be series, my Cinderella retelling. Uh, yes. um, I've got like two minutes left in it. I'll finish it on the drive back to the library today, um, and then I'll start working on the next one. But in the meantime, I have a list for us. Um, you can find these cool lists that our staff make if you um, click on... On our website, DelawareLibrary.org, you go to the search bar where you would look for a book and just don't enter anything. Enter nothing and just go ahead and click the search functionality. And that'll take you to our catalogs, kind of like homepage, like a landing page. And you can see these lists that our staff have made 
of just different, you know, oh, you're looking for books about oceans for, you know, young readers, or you're looking about uh, summer beach reads or different things like that. So this one today comes from Caleb, who works at our Ostrander Branch Library, and he has put together Oceans of Possibilities, which is our summer reading club theme, Adventure Thrillers for Adults. And so these are all ocean adventure-themed adult books. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, so I'm actually really excited about uh, several of these. So uh, we start off with a very well-known author, Clive Cussler, ah, yes. um, who wrote The Mediterranean Caper. Um, so, of course, no list of nautical thrillers can be complete without a Clive Cussler and the action hero employees of the National Underwater Marine Agency who capture Nazi war criminals, raise the Titanic, or discover Atlantis buried deep beneath the Antarctic ice. So Clive Cussler, just, he writes a great book, and it's a fast, easy summer read, so those would be very good. Um, another fun one is by Andrew Maine, and that's spelled M-A-Y-N-E, and it's called The Girl Beneath the Sea. So this one is uh, coming from a family of criminals. We have Sloane McPherson, who's building a new life as a diver for her local sheriff's office. Um, but then she finds a body floating next to her when she services, and now both her life and her future are at stake. And this is a series alert. So this is the first in the series. You can get in on the beginning of the series with this. What's that one called again? This one is called The Girl Beneath the Sea. Okay. So this is an ocean ish thriller <laughs> by Andrew Maine. Um, so this this list goes on and on and on. Lots of other good ones on here. Um, Deep Storm by Lincoln Child. Ice Station by Matthew Riley. Uh, Michael Crichton has one on here called Pirate Latitudes. So just go ahead and um, if you go to DelawareLibrary.org, just click nothing. Just click search in the uh, general search bar and you'll find Caleb's Ocean of Possibilities list. Sounds great. Caleb's a fun guy. I, I like work. He was. Uh, we worked with him at the Medieval Fair yeah. this past weekend, and yeah, he's a, he's good. He's a really bright guy. He has a lot of fun with these lists too. So, good. All right, uh, Amanda, you are our HR coordinator. We're going to be talking about the uh, hiring event that's coming up next uh, later this month at Liberty Township Hall. But you told me you were binging on a TV series when we came in. That's right. I just finished the recent. Uh, Stranger, Th Stranger Things uh, Season 4. Part 1, I learned. Right. I didn't know that it was like a Part 1, Part 2 thing. That's right. So I think the Part 2 comes out. The July 1st. July. Oh, July 1st. That's I what they said the on the July. Today Show. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I do like the story, but it's set in the 80s, and I grew up in the 80s, so the hairstyles, the music, the decorations, <laughs> you know, the, the cars, I can really relate to that. And there's, you know, there's a couple people in there. I like the Dusty Steve, uh, you know characters uh, so yeah it's just really fun to watch it my son and I uh, started watching it together and then um, while he's working I'm binge watching trying to catch up on this latest season <laughs> without spoilers for the for the current season how have you people have said this one's a lot scarier do you think that it's kind of all progressively gotten scarier throughout the seasons or do you feel like it's just it is what it always has been a little bit of both. I think it just depends upon which storyline they're following. Um, it does answer a lot of questions, but then again, it leaves you wanting more, and you have more questions as a result. So, uh -oh. interesting. Is it? Do we feel like this is a final installment, or do I don't, we? I don't know. We don't know. Mm -mm. Okay. It's not one I'm binging on, so I have no no opinion. <laughs> I love the title. <laughs> right. Stranger Things. All right. So um, I listened to something this week that is totally outside of my usual stuff. Except that I like books of trivia and stuff like that. 
This one was called, What If? Serious Scientific Answers to Absurd Hypothetical Questions. Okay. So this was, I just happened to see this on Amazon when I was looking for something completely different. Uh, it does um, that. It does that, yes. Yeah. So it popped <laughs> up and I thought, okay, I'll check. And sure enough, we have not only this, but it's sequel available by on Libby. Nice. So you can get it through our Ohio Digital Library Connection. This is uh, a book by Randall Monroe. Randall Monroe was uh, the creator of the webcomic XKCD. And he really is a rocket scientist. He studied physics, then he went to work for NASA. He left NASA in, in the mid-2000s to write comics full-time. So that XKCD has been around for quite a while now and is, is still available. What a switch. The uh, audio is narrated by Will Wheaton. Oh, fun. Uh, yes, Bye. right. So knowing that um, Randall Monroe was a scientist and a cartoonist, his fans would send him a lot of really strange hypothetical questions, such as, what would happen if you tried to hit a baseball that was traveling at 90% of the speed of light? I feel like you wouldn't hit it. It would hit you. Yeah, there was terrible, terrible, terrible repercussions <laughs> if such a thing could happen. In fact, in most of these questions, there are terrible, terrible, terrible repercussions. Uh, sometimes it's just, you know, a major city is destroyed. Other times oh, yeah. it's all life on Earth. Oh, right. um, sometimes mm -hmm. it takes out half the galaxy. Uh -oh. So, yeah, it's it. Well, not the galaxy, the, the, the solar system. Let's put it that way. Um, one of my favorites is what would happen if the sun went out? Uh, probably the destruction of the solar system. There's some system. really yeah. positive <laughs> things. He goes on for several minutes about the positive things that would happen. And then he says, but nobody would be here to enjoy it because all life on Earth would have died out <laughs> immediately. <laughs> so um, from what height would I need to drop a piece of steak so that the friction that it created would cook it before it hit the earth. Ooh, I'd like to know that That's one. fun. Basically, you can't. Because if you got up high enough to do it, and it was actually, you had that friction, it would keep charring, burning off the char, charring again, burning off the char as it fell. Oh. And by the time it hit the ground, there'd be nothing really left of it. Mm -hmm. So You wouldn't get to enjoy it. You really wouldn't get to enjoy it. You'd have um, to fall with it. <laughs> when will Facebook contain more profiles for dead people Ooh. than there are living people? Oh, that's a great question. And it's it actually, it, uh, now, you got to remember, this book was written in 2014. Mm -hmm. So things have changed. Uh, some of his, uh, like, uh, how much memory computers can hold in that has changed since then because of Moore's Law and everything. But anyway, basically, he said around 2040, this could happen. Uh -huh. if, if the current rates of adoption of Facebook from then were continued. And they haven't. And as college students got older, it started it back around in the 1990s and the early 2000s, get to the age where they start to, to pass away. Mm -hmm. It could be that by 2040 or so, there'll be more dead people on Facebook than live ones. That sounds about right. But then that led him into a whole discussion about what happens to your digital legacy. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting. And then the last one I loved that was, what if everyone really only had one soulmate? Oh, yeah. Well, there have been other books that have kind of proposed that as well. One that I'm really fascinated with is called The One, which kind of delves into that as well. What was his answer? Uh, basically, nobody would ever get together. Nah. Uh, and, and he said, if there's only one soulmate, are we only talking about your soulmate has to be alive at the same time you are? Right. Because if not, there's been like five or six times more people alive that are, are in history that have died than there are currently alive. It's pretty presumptuous and, to and believe that. And that doesn't that, even count who might be there in the future. Right, to believe that that person is there in so, your lifetime. <laughs> it becomes absolutely astronomically impossible. And then he said there'd be all sorts of cults of people who aren't really soulmates who pretend they are just so they can have some company. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway, these are just a lot of fun. Uh, he has a whole lot of set of questions too that were just too twisted to answer. <laughs> so he does like, uh, he got one about um, 
something about how uh, what it would take to bring down an airplane. He said, the answer to that one is, hello, FAA? Yeah. Do you have somebody named Brittany on the no-fly list? Don't do that. Yeah, the one with the acid? Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Wheaton, uh, if, if you don't remember that name, he was Wesley Crusher on Star Trek The Next Generation. He played kind of an exaggerated version of himself on The Big Bang Theory. Yeah perfect narrator for this book he is just he's got that sort of a wise guy voice that conveys the author's uh intent very effectively there's a a couple of downsides to the audio version the equations are really hard to follow when read Uh, and since he is a he does hit the math hard uh i just like let that go right over my head um you can't click on the links to his references uh, like you can in an ebook. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you really want to click on the, the references, check out the ebook, which is also available. But those are quibbles. The, um, so the, the really good part is that um, it's just fun mm-hmm. and it makes science fun. So this is a great title to listen to in your car because it's comprised of dozens of short chapters that can be consumed in small bits. Um, it's almost like the audio equivalent to having the kind of book you keep in the bathroom. Exactly. Okay? Uh, <laughs> exactly. It's also be really good for a family listen on a road trip uh-huh. because there's nothing embarrassing and it could be, lead to some interesting conversations in the car. Mm-hmm. So again, it is called, uh, if I get back to it, What If Famous uh, sci- or Serious Scientific Answers to Absurd Hypothetical Questions by Randall Monroe. There is one and two. So uh, check that out. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. We're going to be back with Amanda Sheetram in just a moment to talk about the upcoming uh, uh, hiring event. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. We guess we are in the... Good thing we're recording this show. It's not live. Yeah. Get that in post, Gage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest this morning is Amanda Sheetram, the HR coordinator for the Delaware County District Library. And we have a hiring event coming up uh, to help fill the positions at our new Liberty Branch Library. So uh, tell us about when and where and everything that this is going to be held. Well, we are having a hiring event June 23rd from 1 to 5 p.m. We're going to be at the Liberty Township Hall at 7761 North Liberty Road and stop out. It's going to be an open house. It's going to have it's a drop in event. You can uh, learn more about the library. You can see uh, meet with different people, uh, staff in different departments, uh, have in, informal mini interviews. So it's, it's going to be a great Great day. We're looking to fill between 25 and 30 positions, full-time, part-time. Um, and those positions will um, be for librarians, specialists, circulation associates, uh, pages. And that's great if you're a teen and you're looking for a job ages 16 to 18. So, uh, yeah, lot, lots of exciting stuff going on. Is I know. this all going to be for Liberty or are we going to be uh, hiring for other places as well? Well, the focus would be on Liberty, but... Uh, Our goal is to have 50% staff that are currently employed moving to Liberty and 50% new staff. So we'll have a good blend and and, Mm -hmm. uh, lots of mentoring training to get a good uh, grand opening. And then we'll have some backfilling if somebody transfers or gets promoted. So, again, they could backfill at PAL. They could backfill at um, Delaware or Ostrander branch as well. So, uh, yeah, come on out. And, uh, if, if you're not able to make it, we definitely have postings updated on our website, the careers right. page. I know Nicole and I have been working on that. So check that out. There's, there's always something that, uh, is going on. Even if there's no postings, you can still submit an application and it's on file and, you know, we can direct it in the correct area. Yeah. I think that's one of the neat things about this event is that, you know, people necessarily won't walk into the event and have an interview and get an on the spot, like you're hired, you right. know, but it is 
is that opportunity to uh, get in, have some face-to-face time. Um, who are some of the people that they might expect to see whenever they, whenever they come to this event? So George, myself, and our deputy director, Molly Myers-Labady, will be there. Our new Liberty Branch manager, Sherry Bowers, will be there. We have some librarians. We have our current PAL branch manager going to be able to attend to talk a little bit about the PAL environment, kind of what that looks like in uh, the community. We'll have um, communications. I know you're going to be there Mm -hmm. also, Nicole, to help answer some questions. But there's going to be um, staff from circulation. That's going to be the biggest positions that we're going to be filling as circ staff are um, those when you first walk in the door, what patrons see, who they talk to. So, um, you know, come, you know, bring an updated resume, updated references, and uh, just have an open mind. And who knows, you might come in for one and find you maybe want to apply for a different position. Yeah. So there's there's really lots of opportunities, even if you maybe want to volunteer, you maybe don't want to be hired, but you want to volunteer, come and let us know and we'll get you on our volunteer yeah. list and see if even if there's an opportunity for that. So what kind of people are we looking for? I mean, people, I, I talk to people all the time, like I ate at Bob Evans this morning <laughs> and the person who served me was terrific customer service. And I thought I should give her the information about the hiring <laughs> event because uh-huh. this is exactly the kind of person. But then when you tell somebody you want to work at the library, they go, oh, I don't like to read I don't much. read books. I don't yeah. read that much. <laughs> That's fine. So <laughs> what, but what are we really looking for? Right. So even if reading books isn't your favorite thing to do, that's okay. We want customer service. We want customer focus. We want uh, people first attitude. Do you enjoy working with the public? Um, um, you want to be part of a team that is that similar mindset upbeat even in a hectic uh, customer service uh, desk there's lots of activities right now summer reading club is uh, going on so there's lots of activities lots of kids lots of parents and and all sorts of activities so you have to be able to be comfortable in that environment you have to be able to answer questions just you know even if it's not library related they just think we're going to have that information or can direct them in that proper Mm -hmm. proper direction so definitely customer service focused and having patience with with the patrons because sometimes they don't even know what they want they have an idea and you kind of have to drill down and and suss out that information. So anybody that, uh, you know, think that that, that is in their wheelhouse, uh, definitely let the server at Bob Evans know. We <laughs> welcome them on the 23rd. Um, they've already sort of had an informal interview with you already, George. Look at that. So, okay, great. And um, so, again, you said people should, like, bring a resume, bring their uh, current uh, list of references, uh-huh. that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, it would be a great chance to meet the people and uh, get, get a sense of what we're planning to do with this place. So. Absolutely. I know Nicole is going to be there to help answer some questions about, uh, you know, what have we done to promote the new Liberty branch? What does it look like? What are floor plans? What mm-hmm. are pictures? Um, we've had – they've put together some slideshows, and that will be running kind of in the background to kind of get an idea, get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. And the Liberty Branch is just right around the corner, so once you leave there, you know, hop on over there, get a good idea. It's massive. It's huge. And that way you kind of have a better idea, a feel of what, what we're looking for. That's yeah. right. Great. So that will be, again, tell us again exactly when and where and what times and right. everything. June 23rd, come out and join us from 1 to 5 p.m. Once again, it's open house drop-in anytime. 
It's going to be at the Liberty Township Hall, 7761 North Liberty Road. That's Powell, Ohio. So we look to see, look forward to seeing you. Yeah, and I'd say come as you are. You know, yeah. that's one of the yeah. things about libraries. You know, you don't need to wear a suit. You don't need to have on your, your business tie. I mean, if that's who you are, if you like to wear a tie every day, that's great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're if you're comfy and, you know, whoever. If you've been in the library recently, you know we do not dress formally at work. If it Correct. is because we've got kids running around because we've got books that, this are you know, it. hundreds mm-hmm. of that we're trying to check Sometimes out. Sometimes you have to crawl under the desk to make sure the computers are plugged in. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or you could be wearing uh, Renaissance Fair costumes and emptying the wastebaskets like I was last Saturday at the Renaissance Fair. And exactly. The medieval fair. That so, falls under other duties as a sign. Precisely. Yeah. Yes, I know. You just updated my, my uh, Your uh, position, position profile. Yeah. Okay, so uh, thank you, Amanda. We've got a couple of things coming up at the library with the Summer Reading Club and everything this week. The Whale Mobile is coming this I week. Know. This is so exciting. You know what? I will say about the Whale Mobile. It was a pre-registration event, and it filled up very quickly. But we have been sending out emails to say, like, hey, if your circumstances have changed, like, make sure you cancel your reservation. So keep your eyes to it uh, so that you can see um, if those, if those like, little openings pop up here and there um, because it's going to be so much fun. It's a life-sized inflatable whale. Um, It is going to be, what is the time? It's like 10 to noon um, at the Willis Education Center, and they are little half-hour segments, so you can register at like 10, 10.30, 11, 11.30. Um, And it's only the the kiddos, you know, five and up, who can get in. Um, And if you're a parent, you can peek in through the whale's mouth. (laughs) 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 Um, So make sure, you know, parents, if you bring the toddlers along, there will be stuff to do in the gym while your school-aged child is inside the whale. And then at the end, you'll be able to kind of peek in. But, yeah, it's it's very a very cramped space. <laughs> well, we do have a number of things that don't require registration ahead of time this mm-hmm. time. We've got a cemetery history walk just for kids. That's amazing. In Ostrander. If, if you know anything about Harla Lawson at, at Ostrander, she is like the community historian. Yeah. She loves doing these history walks. And this one is intended just for kids. It's a kid's eye view of local history uh, around Mill Creek Cemetery. It's great for kids in kindergarten through uh, fifth grade. You'll meet at the cemetery. This is going to happen rain or shine unless there's like tornado warnings or any other crazy thing. Yeah. This Back is Tuesday, wood. June 14th at 2 o'clock in Ostrander. It's not scary. It's historical. It's historical. Right? Yeah. No, we're not, this is not a ghost tour. Okay? No. This is not anything like that. This is about history. Yeah. Uh, but it should still be a lot of fun. Yeah. And that same night, one of my favorite performers is coming. I love her yes. so much. She's been on our show multiple times, Erica Carlson with Sedgy the Hedgy. That's her little hedgehog. Um, they're coming Tuesday night to Delaware Main Library at 630. Um, so Sedgy and Erica and the pirate crew are going to go on a fun adventure to undercover magical buried treasure. So, so this is really great for your pre-K and your early um, your early elementary kiddos. This is going to be so much fun. And since uh, we want to respect our friends of the library who are our sponsors, we have to remind everybody that not tomorrow, but a week from Saturday, June 18th, is another bargain book sale this Mm -hmm. time at the orange branch library this will be books dvds and other resources to build up your personal library and at the usual fantastic friends of the library prices so again that's this uh uh, a week from saturday saturday june 18th 9 a.m to 3 p.m at the orange branch library so hope we'll be able to see you there amanda thank you for being with us this morning thank you for having me and nicole always a pleasure working with you it's a joy every day (laughs) and of course gage you always make us sound good thank you so much for that thanks to our friends of the library and we will see you in the stacks